Hey guys, it's Christian and Andrew here. Sorry for not releasing an episode this week. Ramius and I were out of town and Andrew had some things to do. So yeah. there really wasn't any time to record, edit, and release really anything that was worthy to be on our podcast. Yeah. Um, but we apologize for not releasing an episode this week. We plan to get back on schedule next week. And um, Andrew, you want to take it? Yeah, so um, pretty much this one is going to be really short. I'd say I'm guessing right now it'll be like 20 minutes or less. Um, but pretty much all it is is just I compiled a bunch of audio clips from, uh, you know, like movies and TV shows and stuff that either I found like funny or like just thought provoking. And I just put them all together. Hopefully you guys enjoy. Uh, yeah, like Christian said, people were busy this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, so for now, I just, I, I hope you guys enjoy this experimental little thing we have here. Here's a question for you guys. Um, is it, is it necessary is it necessary that every single person on this planet um, expresses every single opinion that they have on every single thing that occurs all at the same time? Is that, is that necessary? Um, or to ask it a slightly different way, um, can, can anyone shut the f*** up? Can, can anyone, any, any, any one, any single one, can anyone shut the fuck up about any, about any, any single thing? Can any single person shut the fuck up about any single thing for an hour? You know, is that, is that possible? And I know you're thinking, you're not shutting the fuck up right now. And that's true, but... Arrogance and fear still keep you from learning the simplest and most significant lesson of all. Which is? It's not about you. What is sanity? Is it sane that we live in boxes made out of concrete and wires and pipes? Is it sane that we have to buy our food and water and land and healthcare and childcare and entertainment and that every part of our natural lives has been commodified, taken from us, and then sold right back to us. I mean, let's talk about that. I am tired of Earth, these people. I'm tired of being caught in the tangle of their lives. Billy doesn't care about anything. He's a nihilist. Oh, that must be exhausting. The Earth is a very small stage in a vast cosmic arena. Think of the rivers of blood spilled by all those generals and emperors so that in glory and triumph they could become the momentary masters of a fraction of a dot. Think of the endless cruelties visited by the inhabitants of one corner of this pixel on the scarcely distinguishable inhabitants of some other corner. How frequent their misunderstandings. 
how eager they are to kill one another, how fervent their hatreds. Our posturings, our imagined self-importance, the delusion that we have some privileged position in the universe, are challenged by this point of pale light. Our planet is a lonely speck in the great enveloping cosmic dark. In our obscurity, in all this vastness, there is no hint that help will come from elsewhere to save us from ourselves. The Earth is the only world known so far to harbor life. There is nowhere else, at least in the near future, to which our species could migrate. Visit? Yes. Settle? Not yet. Like it or not, for the moment, the Earth is where we make our stand. It has been said that astronomy is a humbling and character-building experience. There is perhaps no better demonstration of the folly of human conceits than this distant image of our tiny world. To me, it underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another and to preserve and cherish the pale blue dot. You walk into this room at your own risk because it leads to the future. Not a future that will be, but one that might be. This is not a new world. It is simply an extension of what began in the old one. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. It has refinements, technological advances, and a more sophisticated approach to the destruction of human freedom. But like every one of the superstates that preceded it, it has one iron rule. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. The Chancellor, the late Chancellor, was only partly correct. He was obsolete. But so is the state, the entity he worshipped. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind. I'm Maurice Green, licensed chiropractor. Did you know that each year more than 20,000 people die? Well, this year you may have passed away without even being aware of it. Here are seven simple warning signs that may spell the difference between life and death for you. One, prolonged absence of physical activity. Two, loss of appetite. Three, loss of sight and hearing. Four, increasing stiffness of joints and muscles. Relaxed attitudes toward personal hygiene. Six, inability to remember the previous five warning signs. And seven, the unexplained presence of coins on your eyelids. If you answered yes to any or all of these warning signs, you may already be dead. Don't be the last to know. Write today for this free booklet, So You're Dead, Now What? Box 1977, Gettysburg, Virginia. Do it today. It's a matter of life and death. Humans are odd. They think order and chaos are somehow opposites and try to control what won't be. But there is grace in their failings. I think you missed that. They're doomed. Yes. But the thing isn't 
beautiful because it lasts. 7A. What number is this, Chip? 7A. <laughs> okay, no, I mean, don't get excited, man. It's because I'm short, I know. <laughs> we always ask ourselves why, because we look for intention around us. Because we always intend, we do something with intention. You know, we, um, we boil an egg in order to eat it. Um, so we, we look at the rocks and we look at the trees and we wonder what intention is here, even though it doesn't have intention. So we think, so what did this person who made this world intend it for? And this is the point where you think, well, it fits me very well. <laughs> you know, the caves and the forests and the stream and the mammoths. He must have made it for me. I mean, there's no other conclusion you can come to. And it's rather like a puddle waking up one morning. I know they don't normally do this, but allow me, I'm a science fiction writer. <laughs> a puddle wakes up one morning and thinks, this is a very interesting world I find myself in. It fits me very neatly. In fact, it fits me so neatly I mean, really precise, isn't it? <laughs> it must have been made to have me in it. And the sun rises and is continuing to narrate the story about this hole being made to have him in it. And the sun rises and gradually the puddle is shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. And by the time the puddle ceases to exist, it's still thinking, it's still trapped in this idea that the, the whole was there for it. And if we think the world is here for us, we will continue to destroy it in the way that we've been destroying it. I have to believe in a world outside my own mind. I have to believe that my actions still have meaning, even if I can't remember them. I have to believe that when my eyes are closed, the world's still there. Do I believe the world's still there? Is it still out there? Yeah. We all need mirrors to remind ourselves who we are. I'm no different. I do not believe in fairy tales about chakras or energy or the power of belief. There is no such thing as spirit. We are made of matter and nothing more. You're just another tiny, momentary speck within an indifferent universe. You think too little of yourself. Oh, you think you see through me, do you? Well, you don't. But I see through you! My question is, given all these demotions, what is your personal religion? Or do you, is there any type of God to you? <clears throat> like, is there a purpose, given that we're just sitting on this speck in the middle of this sea of stars. Now, I don't want to duck any questions. <laughs> and I'm not going to duck this one. Even though I have uh, high religious personages who are close friends of mine in this room. Um, but let me ask you, what do you mean when you use the word God? <laughs> well, I guess what my question it's like, is there a purpose for, I mean, given all these demotions, why don't we just blow ourselves up? 
Why it's don't like, we? Yeah, what, what, is, what is our purpose? I mean, Let in, me turn the question around. If we do blow ourselves up, does that disprove the existence of God? No, I guess not. <laughs> I mean, it'll be a little late yeah. to make the discovery, but still. Yeah, I, I guess what, I, what I'm asking is since as we, as we kind of make God almost go away in this, as, as he, through these demotions, and I, I, I don't mean he, because who knows what God is, but... Um, but still saying it makes it right. sort of icky, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. We um, like it to be a he, yeah, don't we? Yeah. We've been trained to think of it as a he. Um, it's, it seems that through the ages, we have humans have created a mythological framework that has always involved some kind of, often involves some kind of higher spiritual powers. And as... Every human culture has done that. As that goes away, as we know more and more that, and it seems harder and harder to prove that anything might exist like that, where does that leave us? On our own. I'm sorry, what was that again? I'm a god. You're a god. I'm a god, I'm not the god. I don't think. Because you survived a car wreck? You folks ready to order? I didn't just survive a wreck. I wasn't just blown up yesterday. I have been stabbed, shot, poisoned, frozen, hung, electrocuted, and burned. Oh, really? And every morning I wake up without a scratch on me, not a dent in the fender, I am an immortal. Special today is blueberry waffles. Yes, I can. Oh, well, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And that you're um, totally impervious to pain? Well, so far. What color underwear am I wearing? Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I embarrassed you, didn't I? Oh, no. I did. No, 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 not at all, Miss Lane. It's just that this platter must be made of lead. Uh, yes, it is, so? Oh, you see, I, uh, I sort of have a problem seeing through lead. Oh, that's interesting. Problems and first name. Hmm. Uh, do, uh, do you have a first name? What do you mean, like uh, Ralph or something? No, no, I mean like. Um... Pink. Huh? Pink. Um, sorry, Miss Lane. I didn't mean to embarrass you. Oh, <laughs> you didn't embarrass me. Um, uh, what's your background? Uh, where do you hail from? Well, it's uh, kind of hard to explain, actually. See, I'm from, um, well, pretty far away. Another galaxy, as a matter of fact. I come from a planet called Krypton. 
I only want you to listen to this uh, commercial if you're under 25. It's about new Tanya tanning butter. The suntan product with no sunscreen added. Uh, and you know what that means. It means the only ingredients between you and the sun are natural coconut oil and cocoa butter. Hawaii's favorites. That and a little lava smoke thrown in there. for Tanya, Tanya tanning butter is guaranteed to give you really deep Hawaiian tan faster than you ever thought possible. It's so fast, in fact, that you might even burn a little bit, but we've all done that. Not enough to hurt, though. If you want the deepest, fastest Hawaiian tan on the beach, you better pick up on some Tanya tanning butter. Prices start at a low 85 cents. That's a small price to pay. Let's face it. A deeper, faster Hawaiian tan. That's what you get when you use Tanya. That man won't quit as long as he can still draw a breath. None of my teammates will. Me? I've got a different problem. I feel like I live in a world made of cardboard, always taking constant care not to break something, to break someone. Never allowing myself to lose control, even for a moment, or someone could die. But you can take it, can't you, big man? What we have here is a rare opportunity for me to cut loose and show you just how powerful I really am. Your skills worthy of a general. And if you want to fight, fight with me. One to one, man to man. Much more fair. You agree? Right. Whatever you say. Suits me fine. Wow. Welcome back. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, this, um, it was a bit of a stranger episode, uh, so please let us know if you would want to see more of this in the future, uh, but for now, Christian, do you have any recommendations for this week? I actually do, um, I texted to you guys this movie, and you replied, like a smart reply, which is pretty funny, but I watched it on the plane, it came out Mm -hmm. in 2014, it's called The 33, it's about that movie, where those miners get trapped underground and I didn't expect it to be like, like nothing good. I mean, yeah. I expected it to be good, but like just decent, you know, nothing like, Oh wow. But I really recommend that movie. I was proud to be from, I was proud to be from Chile and I'm Filipino. So that's how good the movie was, but uh, it's really it's a real good thriller. Makes you feel proud. Uh, the adrenaline rush is insane. And you never, you never really know what's going to happen. That, that's probably the best part. You don't know which direction the movie is going to go in. So that's my recommendation for this week. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I've heard good things about it, but I don't know too much about like the specifics. Right. It's a true story, too. That's, I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, was, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, I guess I'll, I'll get two this week. Um, I watched Whiplash. Have you seen Whiplash? No. What is it about? I might have heard about it. Uh, so pretty much this this guy is like going to this like super 
like prestigious uh, like music college, and he's a drummer. And then there's this teacher, oh, that Fletcher. The one, that the one with Miles Teller, is that? Yeah, Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons. Yeah, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see that one. Yeah, that, that teacher is, like, really intense yeah, and he, like, pushes him to his yeah. That's yeah. weird. I haven't seen it yet. It looks good, though. Yeah, I would, yeah, highly recommend, obviously. That's why I'm saying it now. Um, yeah, I watched it the other day. It was it was pretty good. It was very good, actually. Yeah, I shouldn't say pretty good. And then uh, the second recommendation is uh, Midsummer, which was really weird, but uh, I'd say it's worth a watch if you're interested. I was instructed to um, to pronounce it Midsummer by someone. Uh, mm-hmm. So this this is me saying that. Um, but that's pretty much all I got this week, Christian. Do you have anything else to say? Um, no, other than we hope to, like I said, get things back to normal next week and come out with a banger again. Heck yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's not take up any more of these people's time until next time, guys. See ya. Later.